Blog Talk Radio. First World Order Radio, finally, finally, we are on the air. No doubt. All right, all right. There's always going to be somebody in the building on First World Order Radio. We get on into some of that order consciousness tonight. First World Order Radio every Wednesday, 8 p.m. We got to talk about what is taking place on the planet. There's always going to be somebody in the building on First World Order Radio. First, we need to let you know we're going to be doing more shows, giving out more information on Wednesdays. Wednesday is 8 o'clock. We are now going to make this the hottest day of the week. Levels in time, order, importance. The most prominent parts, voices, or instruments. Earthly state of human concerns and existence. An indefinite multitude, quantity, or distance. System regulates to bring about specifics in the root based on value and natural characteristics. Current radiates electromagnetics of sound through the air, same that your thoughts transmits it. Proceeding levels in time, order, importance. The most prominent parts, voices, or instruments. Earthly state of human concerns and existence. An indefinite multitude, quantity, or distance. System regulates to bring about specifics in the root based on value and natural characteristics. Current radiates electromagnetics of sound through the air, same that your thoughts transmits it. Here's the idiot's guy for you 
knowing how to get a man. I don't need a bunch of homies to ride and die with me. I can call on Hey Ruth to fly the skies with me. We going through the transition and the dog she rolled. Put on my hunky, gave my Jesus the streets back to the folk. Back to the hey, back my angel, time to pray heaven on earth. I was the last daughter child that returned to the birth. We going through the transition and the dog she rolled. Put on my hunky, gave my Jesus the streets back to the folk. Back to the hey, back my angel, time to pray heaven on earth. I was the last daughter child that returned to the birth. When I'm riding on this city street, never really miss a beat To the point of no return, lest I turn another cheek Catch me on my dating box, smooth as I wanna be Just being me, never chilling with the wannabes God in the flesh, dating bad sister lectures Because my history is more than they can understand it My melanated skin, star brush from the astro I made a dark energy created from black holes No thyself, the only one you can lean on I got some scoopers that y'all can break y'all weed on All right, here's Martin Luther King and slave ships but what about the underwater cities and spaceships? My mystical mind, we had a government covering. But if the old man temple fly away like a mothership, where African people wear the rear and it knock it, wearing feathers on their heads just to prove feet taller than me. Went through the transition and that's all she wrote. Put on my hunky, gave my Jesus streets back to the post. Came back, hey, back my angel time to pray heaven on earth. I was the last daughter child that returned to the birth. We going through the transition and that's all she wrote. Put on my hunky, gave my Jesus streets back to the post. Yo, don't look at me the same, I ain't nothing like I used to be Upgraded daily through the lies and all the foolery My dream became lucid, I travel back in time Collecting life data for my subconscious mind That father let me know that anything is possible By pulling down the universe through my crown chakra Manipulate the energy, it's all an illusion Knowing who you are kills all the confusion Why 85% judge off my appearance? I use alchemy to create the world potential My lyrics turn divas right back in the queens Why those Boys the same twice appearing back on the scene Everybody gone mad, blame the media outlet The new black Hollywood chosen straight out of the project Global agenda war, sucking up to the master While the whole community going up in disaster We going through the transition and that's all she wrote Put on my hunky, gave my Jesus streets back to the post Came back, my angel time to bring heaven on earth I was the last daughter child that returned to the birth We going through the transition and that's all she wrote Put on my hunky, gave my Jesus streets back to the post Once again, with your own Dr. Alain Bay. All right, we're going to try to get in tonight. Got some good information for you coming up. Um, but before we get into the information, let me call on my co-host, Brother Fahim Mel. Are you here, brother? Hey, Ate Washita E. Dr. Alain. Hey, Ate Washita E. How you doing tonight, brother? Doing well, God. Very well. How's God doing tonight? Excellent, excellent. All right, well, we're going to get into the cover-up of Melanated Extraterrestrials, the Mandela Effect, and um, PSYOP Ops programs. All right, um, but I got a little thing to go over before we bring on our special guest. Um, 
Um, let me see here. Um, before I pull up the video and play it, let me um talk about Norman Bertrand. All right, give some of his credentials. If you never read the book, Rainmaker of Satin, the book is going for over $1,500 right now on Amazon. All right. Um, when you look into his background and his credentials, he began as an alumnus of Ames Research Laboratory, um, NACA, which is the National Advisory Committee for um, Aeronautics. Uh, which is the predecessor to AIM a Research Center at NASA. He worked for 12 years as a research scientist. All right, that's just a little bit of his background. So we want to play what he stated about this seven feet or more tall black people from an outer from outer space coming from off the ship. This is what he says.
who, you know, a beautiful, colorful tribe in West Africa, they speak on um, their extraterrestrial lineage. I mean, they speak about the Nomos, which was a race of, um, they were type of um, like frog-looking people, amphibious type of beings that came um, from Sirius B, um, from the star Sirius B. Um, and they spoke about the star Sirius B before scientists even discovered it. And this is hundreds of years prior, because I think uh, the scientists discovered Sirius B, don't quote me, I think 1970, I believe. And the, the, um, the Dogon tribe was speaking about that, and this is their historical um, you know, information that they've had for hundreds of years prior to having any you know, uh, um, astron- you know, astrono- astronomical devices. To be able to confirm right. that. So, as a matter of fact, they've seen um, Sirius C in 1995. Yes. Yes. Mm-hmm. So they just seen um, Emiya because you have Ziggy Tolo, Polo Tolo, and Emiya. Emiya is Sirius C. They just seen that in 1995. So, yes, um, even though they documented the Dogon speaking about it in the 1930s, it wasn't until 40 years later that it was verified. Wow. Isn't that interesting? But they, they kind of thought it was something like, you know, just folklore, maybe something they were making up until they can verify it scientifically, and then it was verified. Mm-hmm. And also the, the Nomos, even though we talk about the Nomos being amphibious, really, you know, and this shows how society and the way white supremacy kind of flip modes everything, those Nomos that came here were really like mermen and merwomen. The mermaids that we hear South Africans having interaction with, they were having traits with these people that were living in the water that were melanated, highly melanated brown people that they had a connection to. And some of us even believe that they had maybe some genetic connection to them because some of the children were being born in some of those tribes with um, fused legs and some of the features of some of the, um, the mer people. So I believe maybe... There was some mixing and hybriding going on there, and they had a, 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 a you know interaction with them. I remember the mm. Egyptian goddess Isis at one point was depicted as a mermaid from Sirius. So this is all coming from that small, little, simple, what they consider a simple tribe who had all this phenomenal knowledge about their connection to the Cosmo people. You know, the cosmic fam- their cosmic family. Well, uh, Isis or said her name also was Mare or Mary. Um, M E R, or as you do to say, mermaid later <laughs> on. That's right. So we we see that the word mere means sea or illusion, the same as the word Maya. You know, within the um, Aztec and Incas and you know um, Toltec and you know the rest of the Native um, American tribes, they also had that name for the illusion also, which comes from Maya or mere, which means sea or illusion. So definitely. Isn't that interesting that all these different cultures that were not necessarily side-by-side geographically had a lot Mm -hmm. of this information? And how were they able to get this information, though they were living on separate parts of the the planet? Where were they getting Mm -hmm. the same information from if it wasn't for something that was coming from above? Um, Who else we have? Yes. We have Credo Mutwa, which we all know, which is uh, a... David Ike's, uh, you know, I need to call him David Ike because the guy did bring more, um, bring him out to the forefront. But, you know, he's a Zulu healer from South Africa. Wonderful man. He has wonderful stories about his encounter with the extraterrestrials, all different types, especially the little blue people that used to come and interact with the children. We have that. Right. And 
um, who else we got? You have so many different accounts of people from the past, tribes in Africa, and also people here who've had encounters with melanated black Negroid ET. And it's interesting that even to this day, as I've been in this world a while now, and I speak to many a contactee, people have had encounters, both white, black, you know, different cultures, different races, um, different backgrounds. And it's so interesting that even in 2016, many of the people I speak to that are of European descent have the hardest time wanting to come out when they're obviously having contact with these melanated beings. And they don't, they feel uncomfortable. It's almost like something inside of them makes them feel like this is not something they want to bring about. And I think it really has to do with some of their, some of their fears that this information coming out to maybe us would make us feel, I don't know, maybe more empowered. Because if we knew that we were connected, some of us, you know, we're all different, you know, not all brown and black people are from the same, um, you know, just because we're all brown and black, we're not of the same genealogy either. That's just something right. that, you know, white supremacy kind of meshed us all together in this little niche, and it's not true. Um, right. But I think, I think they kind of keep it to themselves because they think if that comes out, it's going to empower us, and we'll get a little bit more information to maybe break out of the control system that we're under. So. Yeah, I think um, the um, types have a lot to do with that, too. Um, what we're noticing is that um, – um, of course, we know the various blood types. That O negative blood is the oldest blood type. Then, of course, then yeah. um, O positive, and then A negative, then A positive, and um, B negative, then B positive, and then A B negative, A B um, positive. What we know is that yeah. right. Those are the negative types. Um, these individuals have the ability, um, as we talked about before, to have in their eyes. Um, especially when it comes to um, emotional issues or something in which that um, disrupt the emotional feel or astral um, um, body or what is also referred to as your auric feel, um, uh, it can be disrupted. And you gave some information on that the last time you was here, and I thought that was very <laughs> interesting. The blood types are very telling, and I wanted to add that, a lot of mothers are not able to get the blood types of their children. I mean, it's not, I mean, I'm going to make a, a joke about it, but it's, it's very serious that mothers are leaving hospitals now giving birth to children and are not able to get their children's blood type. And we're finding out that new blood types are showing up, and they don't want people to know. And we think that they're yes. hybriding people at a high rate. And to the point where these new star seeds coming in are not the same children that were born previously. Mm, interesting. Interesting point. Uh, you're right, because now all of a sudden they're finding all types of different variations of blood types now, definitely beyond the four basic blood types. And we're, we're starting to see, I've spoken to um, several doulas, um, midwives, women who are giving birth in hospitals and outside of, you know, um, private hospices that are giving birth to children with an extra finger and an extra toe, six toes, six fingers, and that's becoming quite normal, and that's also from what I know, is one of the characteristics of Anunnaki bloodline. That is the from truth. From what we heard. Yeah. That's right. That's right. Oh, negative blood types. It stems from mm-hmm. them. But that was a trait yeah. in which that was just 
for them at that time. I mean, even the Bible speaks about Benjamin being born with um, six fingers on each hand. Yeah, uh, yes, in front of the saints, yeah. Right, 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 right. So, I mean, yeah, it's definitely there. I went to school with a girl named Natasha. I think I was in kindergarten, and she had six fingers. Exactly. You know? And if they, you know, it's functioning. It's functioning too about that. Yeah, yeah. But we're seeing that aspect coming out, but also, you know, there was a couple of the tribes were also saying that the Anunnaki would return at this time. And from the best of my knowledge and what I'm hearing from people, and I speak to people everywhere, whether it be in Finland or the Netherlands or, you know, in Africa, in um, Nairobi and, uh, you know, Egypt, wherever it is, um, we're hearing of accounts of really tall <laughs> Not to say it doesn't happen in Africa. You see very tall black people in Africa, obviously, and in Europe, because remember, there's a big influx of um, immigration in Europe um, with Africans as well. But a lot of people are noting these strange-looking people that are very, very, very tall, that's abnormally tall, and with weird type of behavior, non-behavioral patterns, I should say. Just very odd individuals, and um, I believe, you know, personally, I believe that we have a return of some of the ancestors coming back, and at this time, this would be the time that they would return, because we've, um, uh, you know, if you, there's a planet that comes back at a certain time after a certain amount of years of rotation, and it comes back into our general atmosphere outside of the Earth, and um, I don't know that it's a planet more than mothership. Right, right. Well, I mean, they they call it Planet X, Nibiru, or Nebiru, or actually it's the star um, Emiya, which is Sirius C. Yes, yes. Right, right. So it's not a planet. It's actually a star. And uh, we go travel around Sirius A, B, and C in an elliptical pattern every 25,000 years. So actually it's, like a, it's symbolic to a renewal of history. And, yes, the return of these ancient ones of Anunnaki, which means those that fell from, you know, from up there to here, <laughs> you know, uh, um, at least based on Zachariah Sitchin's, um translation, I see it more as and new as being up there on high, you know, Anunnaki being the serpent, the serpent on high, you know, which esoterically is symbolic to Kundalini raising to the crown and the third eye chakra. So, right. you know, these individuals have returned. There's no doubt about that. Absolutely. And also the home court advantage of the European is over. We go through cycles and um, their cycle is ended. And every culture, in, in, if you consider races to be a, a, a niche, I would say a niche, they all go through cycles where they rise, they rise and they fall. And we are at the end of the cycle of the Europeans, and at this particular time, we are back going back into the home court advantage of what you would consider those ancestral seedlings of the Anunnaki. Um, and um, I see the change. Not everybody's seeing it, but what you're seeing is like upheaval, but really what it is is a clearing of way. Everything has to be cleared out. Um, right. Everything, you know, that's why everything with the people of color is being illuminated. We knew about homeboys getting killed in the hood. It always happened. But why now is it being documented and we're seeing it on television? That's not for us. We knew it happened. It's for others to see that. Um, Indeed. And- I mean, I mean um, recently this article is coming out that the um, Black Lives Matter is being funded by George um, Soros. Oh, so, yeah. I believe it. Right. <laughs> that's who, that's I believe who, it. who's cutting their checks. 
So, I mean, <laughs> you know, uh, 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 it's best that we come back into understanding the self, like what you're referring to and talking about, as compared to just going out and following um, haphazardly. <laughs> Absolutely. I mean, we are really we're just to we're just to remember who we are. That's basically what we all only thing we have to do to return to a more um, a balanced state of being. Once we remember who we were and we open up those parts of our memory and our codons, because all memories are within yourself, all memories. It's just a Trendy. matter of you being able to access it. And with all the foods, the chemtrails, and, you know, your bad behavior, your, you know, questionable behavior, I should say, um, it can hinder you <laughs> having access to those information. You know, if I'm drinking Hennessy every Friday night or every day, it might hinder my ability to access certain informational codons that would be released to me when I'm mature enough or I, I, I get to a certain spiritual vibrational level where I can access that to, to go to the next level of, you know, of heightened spirituality. But if right. I'm not, not doing, if I'm not matching a vibration of that particular memory, I won't be able to access it. It's almost like a, a video game. If you don't, you know, if you're not doing well again, you know, in your video game and you're not to a certain level, you're not going to get access to certain perks. You know what I mean? So yeah, um, um, we just have to, you know, we have to look within and not look out because everything inside of us is a mirror to what happens in our environment. And if we play into all this, you know, supposed violence and all that stuff, it's just we're not going to be able to move on to the next stage of evolution. And it's happening whether we want it or not, but it just quickens the moment if you can just release, you know, obsessing with anything outside of you. That's all. Fix you. And you fix the world. Indeed. Indeed. Um, I know you want to talk about the Mandela effect also. Yeah. <laughs> it had us bugging out for a couple of weeks. <laughs> we were on a on a fan page. Um, well, what's the, okay, the Mandela effect is kind of like the theory that there are parallel uh, universes that exist. Um, That's right. Simultaneously to us. And um, at any given moment, you can go in and out of these parallel universes based on maybe your vibration changing or maybe someone, you know, this is my theory, someone messing with the timeline and um, changing, you know, I, you know, I believe that some right. people have hijacked our timeline. And, right, um, that, that, that's, that's where, like, in the movie Matrix, uh, when Neo seen the black cat, and he said deja vu. Yes, that's it. <laughs> deja vu, and that's actually true. And, you know, yes, and I talked is. about this before, is that whenever you experience, I didn't experience deja vu. It was 2012. I remember this specifically because I was getting deja vu, like, quite a few times. Around Me too. The time, right 2012 was a serious year because... Yeah, even with me, I know I remember seeing a whole, I was experiencing a whole lot of deja vu experiences at that time, too. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I think they were messing with the timeline. But then from then, from after that, I really didn't get it. I don't even remember having it for a couple of years. Then all of a sudden, mm. it started to come back within the last couple of weeks before the Mandela Effect. And I was like, something's going on. You know, I right. did research, Mandela Effect comes into play because then you start looking and you find this, phenomenon called the Mandela effect where things are changing, little things. So let's just say, okay, so people know what we're talking about. Let's say you remember, everyone remembers Mandela, Mandela um, in South Africa. 
Now, some people's memory, I don't know what you remember. Let's see. Let's, let's play this. What do you remember? Do you remember Mandela dying in prison, or do you remember him getting freed and becoming president? Right. Everybody allegedly remembers him being free and becoming president. But no, but I thought that too. But I've right. spoken to 10 people who remember him dying in prison and remember yeah. the funeral of the cast. Yeah, see? <laughs> so, what's, so, so how could how could we have such a strong variance? How about... Right, I, like, I remember this too. I remember looking in Black Snow Dictionary, second edition, in which that is stated that Aborigines, which is referring to us, so-called yeah. black, were not citizens of the United States. I went back later on that following year and seen that the definition was no longer there in that same Oh, now So I know exactly what you're talking about because I've done experienced it personally on several accounts. And I'm like, hold up, I know this was here. I know this. No, I wrote it down. <laughs> I got it right so you here. See what right I mean? Down, but it's not here. Yes, somebody's oh. been tampering with the damn time with the timeline. But even in um, Richard Hoagland, he spoke about. I remember on Coast to Coast years ago in the mid nineties, after the mid nineties, I think around ninety six, ninety seven. He was talking about hyperdimensional, um, 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 hyperdimensional physics, in which that scientists found at least twenty seven different dimensions. Yes, and they've confirmed it. They just talked about that um, on Science Times um, a couple weeks ago, what was that, two weeks ago. It's, mm-hmm. it's, uh, they, they say that this actually exists. So you're mm-hmm. saying to yourself, something like that, like sex, I remember sex in the city. Some people, because I watch sex, so I'm a New Yorker, so I watch sex in the city. Right, Most I'm people now What do you, some people remember sex and the city. I was like, that's crazy. <laughs> it doesn't even sound right. <laughs> sex yeah. and the city. Just little things like that, little little changes, and that's I love that you referenced the Matrix and Neil walking in the room with the black hat and saying that's right. not going to change in any way. That's what it is. It's a glitch. They change something, but it right. only changes little aspects of reality. So it's something so slight, like a spelling of Bernstein bears or Bernstein bear, something so right. slight that we don't really notice it, and if we do notice it, we'll just write it off as, oh, I, maybe I just misspelled it, or maybe I, mis, you know, I misinterpreted what I remembered, which a lot of Right, it's than, just like I remember reading, people. right, I remember reading in Behold a Pale Horse written by William Bill Cooper. Oh, yeah. I remember reading yeah. where he stated that CIA statistics for so-called blacks was over 80 million. I went back and looked through the whole book three times, didn't find the quote, but I know I remember seeing that quote Back in wow. um, when I first got the book, back in the um, early to um, mid nineties. Yeah. So wow. well, there's some serious play. There's some serious playing going on here with this timeline. What you talking about? Because I know <laughs> for sure that well, all of this. I, I for exactly. Sure. But what will bug you out even more? Try to look for the papers that you wrote it on. See, this is when it gets like freaky because people, like someone like you, who's, who's really big into knowledge and history, you'll write it down. You'll take notes. Try to look. <laughs> this is the crazy part. You try to find where you wrote it down, and everything is gone. It's right. gone. You can't, I have a book. I have little people. So I have the Bernstein Bears. I know the Bernstein Bears because I grew up on it. I'm a, you know, I'm a woman of a certain age. I'm in my 40s. But I know how to spell Bernstein Bears and E-I. I looked, and I had their book in my house. When I was researching the, um, the um, Mandela facts, I was like, no, can't have been, can't have changed. Don't you know I'm looking for the book that I've had in my house for always, and it is gone. The one in my mm-hmm. house, when I go to the library, it is Bernstein Bears, which A-I-N, which is crazy. 
And that's why it seems like a, it almost seems like very, um, you know, it's wild. It's, <laughs> it's like a trip. It's like right. Um, right. But, and but have to the, fact is that, the fact is that we can remember. Yeah. <laughs> that's yeah. the scary part to them is because we were, we're, we're not supposed to remember these things. We're yeah. not. We're not. But that's because they're doing it too much. Remember, if they right. did it once, it's different. They're doing it several mm. times. They're trying to fix things. And I personally believe that the, uh, the murders and the assassinations of the President Kennedy, um, from my research, um, also um, 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 Martin Luther King and um, Malcolm X, I believe that a bunch of Nazis from the, the future, this is, you know, this might flip people out because they'd be like, oh, Flora Burns going on a tangent, but this is my personal belief. If you can believe that timelines can be changed, I believe some entities from the future came back and changed time. And it was a bunch of Nazis. And what they did is they changed, they hijacked the timeline with us and they killed anyone that had to do with our uprising because we were supposed to ride our consciousness. If we're on top, we're on a timer. We're melanated people. Our pineal gland, everything's on a, on a timer. We're supposed to rise and awaken at a certain time. And you saw that in the sixties, but what they did, they hijacked it and any leader or anybody who would invoke us to become a con- fully conscious, they murked them. And I believe that was the reason why um, Martin Luther King was murdered, also Malcolm X, also quite a few other people. I'm just using buzz people that we know. Kennedy, right. I believe they were right. murdered. Right. Um, right. To basically change our, alter our perspective and our future. Right. But they can only do that if we know that the timelines can be altered, but also we know that the universe does balance everything out. So even though we may be experiencing a shift in our timeline, it will level itself out. So it doesn't matter how many times they change it, their results will never be what they want. And that's why they keep doing it over and over, trying to get a different result. It's not going to happen. Right. And what specific beings do you believe that is actually tampering with the timelines? Well... This is my theory. <laughs> um, I believe in the future we're going to have, um, at this particular time, the second and third sun are coming into play. And it's right. causing the magnetic field to be really, really strong. And the only people who were able to uh, live on the surface of the planet were the original people, which are copper people, brown people, and, and um, you know, exactly. more people. You know, black exactly. people. Um, right. It is a way also, it, you know, we have entities that were created genetically you know, GMOs, I call them GMOs, I want to be, you know, politically right. correct, um, right. <clears throat> that were created um, almost like an experiment. And they were only supposed to be here for a certain period of time. That time is done. So the planet does its own disinfection of anything that's not natural to it. So those right. people who are on the surface of the planet who cannot deal with the magnetic energy end up going underground. And we know Indeed. that they're building tons of underground facilities. Right. <laughs> Excuse me. Um, and um, we know that there is a physical pole shift as well, and, uh, as well as a spiritual pole shift. We shift inside, and as we shift and rise up and become conscious awake, we create a, magne- uh, a shift of the paradigm. That's what causes the pole shift is when we wake up. And then we go back into the reverse, which is actually in our right direction. The Nile, remember, the Nile River went in a different direction at one time. Um, so for these entities, which are Europeans that go underground, they don't have a strong enough gene pool to be able to survive um, genetically. 
so they start to um, inbreed. Their um, their genealogy becomes more recessive, even more than it is, and their trait becomes more blue-eyed and blonde hair. I believe those entities in the future had access to time-traveling um, uh, technology, and I believe that they traveled back towards when the Nazis got their information, and all these people who are saying that the Pelagians, I don't think they're Pelagians. Right. I think right. They are not. They are white people that were underground. That's why the exactly. Nazis had this obsession with blonde hair, blue eye, because these entities were living in brown, and they weren't able to get sunlight, and they weren't able to mix with people of color. So they're all very right. pale and blue-eyed and blonde hair. And that's why right. the Nazis had obsession with it. It wasn't because they were blonde hair, blue eyed. It's because these entities that had all this great technology that seemed like ETs came to them with all this wonderful information about what to do futuristically, and they gave them this information, you know, <clears throat> with an exchange. And I believe that's who's doing the timeline um, hijacking. That's just my right. Theory. The so-called Ashtar beings that they refer to yeah. themselves. As. Yeah. Yeah. Yes, they're not mm-hmm. easy. They right. are, are. They are parasitic. They are archonic. They're vampiric. They feed off of the energies of people. Um, they're not able to. Um, you know, again, in the future, they change. Living underground, it changes their genetics, and also they become a little more psychic, too. You know, um, so, you know, again, I I believe that's them, and also I believe that people who are having these experience with these so-called Pelagians are having experience with these entities. Right. Do you, um, what, what part does the Greys play in this as far as their connection to the astral beings as they refer I mean, to them? Yeah, I believe the Greys also depreciated human beings that were, you know, highly. There's a couple different types of Greys. So I believe the ones associated with them are these beings that used to be humans, but because of the um, the, the radiation and all that craziness that happens in the future for them and living on the ground, they become these like robotoid looking gray little things. Or they could just be hybrid type of, you know, how they um, test two babies that they create, like robotoid type of things. Right, them children with them um, black eyes, them whole black yeah. eyes. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Right. Yeah, right. I believe they're, they're created. I mean, there's all different types of grades, but I think the ones that they're utilizing are those. Right, right. Um, Val Valerian speaks about that within his Matrix books 1, 2, and 3, and 4, um, that they were um, biosentient beings, um, that mm-hmm. they was that there was that was possibly created by what well, he referred to them as the reptilians, but we know them really as the so-called Ashtar beings, or as you were saying, um, those who claim to be the Palladians. Of course, we know they're not. Yeah. Um, but yes, yes, definitely. I see the point. Excellent. And, and I don't um, want to disrespect. I'm mm-hmm. not trying to disrespect because a lot of the Palladian people get really offended when I speak about, again, these are things that I'm surmising just with what I've been researching, and it doesn't mean it's full proof or anything like that. I'm willing to change based on anything that I learned today, tomorrow from you, from anyone, but what I see a lot of times is a lot of these Europeans do a lot of channeling, and you know that when you channel... Yeah. There's more and more of them saying that um, that these beings aren't um, Palladians, that they um, are possibly reptilians. I mean, from their research, so I'm seeing more Europeans um, saying that themselves. So you don't have to apologize for anything. Like you say, okay. we're open to discussion. 
<laughs> you know, I just I try to be as you know, open minded too because I, nothing to be solidified really. We're just all learning, and I always tell people I am not a teacher. I'm just someone sharing the information that I'm researching and hoping to get pieces of the puzzle myself. The only reason I came out um, and did this, yeah, I mean, you know, I was having contact experience from a child, and I now that I see to a lot of people, a lot of brown people, black people are having contact experiences, and it's beautiful, yeah. but it's bad yeah. if you don't share it, you know? <laughs> right, right. I mean, I had, I mean, I had my first one at the age of nine when a UFO hovered like 150 yards over the top of my head. I mean, it was so close. So cool. I <laughs> Right, it was so close. I was able to see the beings um, um, in the craft, you know, um, and the and the lights was going around it, in and out around the um, craft in the colors of the chakras. Uh, Roy yes, yes, so, that's our people, right, though. And yes. right, and and that and that happened when I was in, I was nine years old, walking, you know, back to um, my building, uh, to to the apartment um, in Coney Island, in New York. Oh, see, you know, but this is another thing. This is another thing that was mis- that we've been doc- that documentation has misled us to believe that you cannot have contact or abducting experiences in the middle of the urban cities, and that's not true. A lot. Of <laughs> that's definitely not true. Right. Not true. Not in cornfields. I'm saying that does happen. I'm not saying that that doesn't happen, but I'm saying a lot of the people I talk to, like you, are having it straight up in the middle of the city. Not everyone can see the craft because obviously we know they have a hologram, and only when that craft is associated with your DNA can you have access to seeing it. That's another thing. That's your people you're seeing. That's why you can see it. It's associated with you. That's Um, right. And and also some people are getting confused when they see certain crafts. Like when you see the colors of the chakras and different colors, that's magnetic energy they're using to propel that, that or using to um, drive that vehicle, whereas opposed to right. the white one, which is reverse engineering that a lot of the governments have utilized, and they have crafts that look like UFOs, but they're reverse, uh, reverse engineered technology that they've gotten from crafts. Right, right. No and those are white right, right. Those are with electro, right. electronic, not magnetic energy. Right, or even metal ships, in which that even a book is called Man Made UFOs, 1943, 1993, if I'm not mistaken, it speaks about that. You know, it comes all the way up from, like you were saying, with the Nazis, um, mm-hmm. you know, putting together their crafts and how that information was taken over by the OSS, you know, brought into the United States, forming exactly. NASA, you know, as well as the CIA in the 1950s. You know, um, and them continuing on with that technology into Area 51 and different other places. So Thank that you. Mm-hmm. And also, we have to denote that a lot of people that say that the Nazis left and went to the inner Earth, I would have to clarify it wasn't the inner Earth they were going into. If they went anywhere, it was to those underground bases with those already degenerated, blonde hair, blue eyes, uh, depreciated beings that they had con- con- um, contact with. Right. I don't. I personally don't believe because the inner Earth beings—that's a whole other conversation. We can say that another time. But the inner Earth beings are higher, higher conscious beings, and they don't want any oh. of that. They won't allow your energy. First of all, your vibration. Because when I've had true. contact with the other beings, your vibration doesn't match. You'll disintegrate, or you'll, you'll right. your, you know, your, you'll go. Um, your brain would be highly affected. You have neurological damage. There's no way you can go in there without right. matching frequency. So I know that's not true. Right, right. You're definitely right because um, um, there's actual, um, well, 
we call them light beings or lava beings, um, Javalo Melchizedek, which I'm part of the order of um, the flower, well, the order of Melchizedek and the flower of life um, initiation of under Javalo Melchizedek. And um, he broke down, you know, how these lava beings or some of the beings in which that exists in the, inter, um, in the, um, in the earth. Um, so we know that um, Dr. Malakazioc speaks about the Deros, the Teros, um, yeah. you know, so forth and so on. You know, it's just it's 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 it's, it's so many beings and so different. Oh my God! <laughs> Doctor Deborah Blair speaks about how you know how the earth is like honeycombed. You know, this caverns galore, and we know that. I mean, we can go to any uh, mountainous area, and this 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 caverns all over the place. Oh my God! You and know, a lot of us are not even taken. Well, I just got I forgot who they were, and I wanted to. Talk, bring them up. There's like a preacher. It was a it was a um a fellow contactee. She brought up she brought about this preacher. He's in Africa. He 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 exercises. He he gets rid of demons and people. But the bugged out part about it is a whole bunch of black people. But he exercises them from the mer people, saying that they go under the water and he's trying to get these people to stop going and mating with the mer people under the water. It's bugged. Like he's it's it's a culture. He's taking these people are having dreams about going underneath the water, mating with their old lovers in the um, underground caverns with these mer people. And that's what I'm saying. A lot of Africans from certain tribes are mixed with them. They're from that genealogy. And they're right. being contacted by them. And, right. Um, you know, I know there's a tribe in Africa right yeah. now called the ostrich people because their feet um, separates like ostriches. Yes, I saw that. Mm-hmm. Look at that. Mm-hmm. Where's that coming right. from? What kind of ET is that? Exactly. See, this is a thing we can't even we can't even fathom. And and that's why we when we use terms like people say all oh, the all the reptilians are negative. I said we can't fathom. It's like saying human beings. There's so many different types of human beings. There's black ones, brown ones, different cultures, different uh, you know different religious beliefs. You can't blanket a whole race of something that you don't even know about. You can't. We can say we know that they exist, but we don't know what to what degree that they are on each level because there's so many different types. So, thank you. <laughs> Sorry. Um, so, I mean, we I always tell people be mindful. We're all learning, and try not to unless we know for a fact. Because there's certain ETs obviously don't want to have any contact with, um, and you hear a lot of times. And and to be honest, certain people are more likely to get an abductee experience than a contact experience. And from what I've learned, not to say people of color don't get abductee experiences where they get eggs taken from them. There are those who get that, but you'll hear more pleasant experiences from people who are brown, aboriginal. We get more pleasant experiences, and the Europeans are are being experimented on. They're getting more they, and we won't be speaking about them anal probes. That's that's how that became yes. a um, yes. joke. You know what I'm saying? That, yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Um, I mean, this is this is the type of things you're hearing, and that's why it's interesting um, when I came out to talk to other people about my experiences. Some of the experiences I was having so, were so drastically different from theirs. It made me question what I was going through. Because I'm right. like, well, it's not happening to me. Right. You know, um, when I'm taken up, it's almost like I'm home with family. I know where I am. I, I, I feel a presence of love. And not so much love, but just knowing, just familiarity. You know, like I know there. 
Um, I, I generally am taught things. I, it comes from such a wonderful base. And I'm wondering, um, you know, I wondered why they were having how we know that a lot of white people have been genetically modified. Right. Um, and, um, you know, uh, and again, why a lot of this information is being hidden, and we know why, but now I'm seeing that more and more people are coming out. You got, oh, I think, uh, do you know Maury, what's his name, Maury Rivera Toro. He did a, this is like, his video is like viral. He's like the Puerto Rico right. guy got abducted in Puerto right. Rico. A whole bunch of mm-hmm. others. And, he said, yes. and they talked to him, they got to him before he did the interview. He said, I was taken by um black <laughs> I love I, I like to I want to do a, a remix of this. Black ETs, oh but not Negro. <laughs> That's what he says. But not Negro. Who says that? Like nobody even says that. Nobody would even he he's from Puerto Rico and I know a lot of Puerto Rican people, I'm from the islands myself. It's just not it wouldn't even be natural for him to even say that. Why would you say black and then not Negro? Who what are you trying to hide? And come to find out they did not want him to say even in, in the UFO community they didn't want him to state that it was a black E T, a Negro E T that he had contact with. Hmm. And it wasn't a negative experience he had. It was it was pretty pleasant. And from then, you know, he's been a little apprehensive about talking about that because of that aspect that the ETs were melanated ETs. Um, and we know that they exist because you've got Omic heads on every corner of the planet. Where is that coming from? You know, they're, they're in parts of Asia. They're in Europe. They're in the Americas. They're in South America. I mean, where are the Omic heads coming if we did not have these melanated ETs? Who left those big heads? that some of them mm-hmm. mimic some of the things on Mars. Who left those? Mm. I know if I had a head that looked like that, how do you have a head that looks like a, a like an Omic head statue in South America and then have the same one in China? The same one. Who's doing that back then? Except somebody who was able to travel at the speed of light, <laughs> you know, on a craft mm-hmm. that did not fit for us, at least, um, and they were able to travel and um, leave their mark. And they existed there. And you know, I don't, you know, I don't believe that black people all came from Africa. I think we're all over the earth. Personally, I think the Native Americans here look just like me and you, and the native and um, just like the Eskimos look like me and you, and <laughs> people in South America. And I'm talking about the core look like me and you. I think that's all a lie to to make us seem like we're all from one part of the earth and not all. We live all on the surface, cold, warm, everything. Right. Mm-hmm. We're the natural indigenous type people that existed here that were seated here at least. Do they have any Go ahead, brother Al. Yeah, do they have any sculptures like the Olmecs of the so called Indians or Native Amer- Americans in the Americas? Have they ever found one? No. Not to my not to my knowledge. But remember when the Europeans came here first, and, you know, a couple of us are going into this now, you know, they, this is the PSYOP thing, where they've told people of color that they're not from here as only Native Americans, and the Native American pictures you've seen today are highly mixed with Europeans. They're, if they have any Native American blood, they were the ones that, we call them the $5 Indians, the ones who paid $5 so they could get all the perks of being Native Americans, and then they could claim to be Native Americans to get, you know, tax right. things. So um, the Native Americans that they accounted to seeing, they said, looked just like the ones from Africa. 
Mm-hmm. So who were they? Ch- so how? So how did you distinguish? I, and personally, I don't think that all those Africans were taken over on their ships. I don't think they had that kind of. I don't think they would have the capability to do that. I think most of the people of color they had were already here. Exactly. And they do not want you to know that, and that's why when you try to go and get a Native American test right now, a genetic test, to try to get a card so that you can get some of the parts of your ancestors, they have it. They covertly have taken over that and have clinical studies that make sure that when you show up, your bloodline shows up, that they automatically say you are not of Native American um, um, descent. Right. But I know a whole lot of Europeans and uh, type people who have cars, and they don't look nothing like a Native American to any degree. Mm-hmm. And we know visual, visually, if you if you look, if you hold more than forty percent of a particular gene pool, you are going to have visuals of looking like those people. If I'm looking at a total European with a straight nose, linear features, very thin lips, very straight, straight hair—well, you know, Native Americans had straight hair because they were, you know, they were um, Asianic black people looking people. Um, but you know, if you have blue eyes, how do you have? enough blood of a Native American to be able to get a card, you know, to to, to, to authentify you, whatever it is, to be a Native American and get those perks. But this is what I'm saying. They've changed all history. And, you know, I have a brother, I have a brother who's taking the timeline and slavery didn't even happen. They just they just convinced us in history books to did. Mm. That's interesting. Wow. <laughs> I blew my mind. It was a moment. And that the only account we have of slavery is just in books, that it never really happened. And the only reason that we, we buy into it is because they changed history and they blew, and they um, hijacked the timeline. Exactly. But, well, that information is also well, like, suppresses like the, uh, suppresses the fact like that. Say, God is, I'm sorry, Brother <laughs> Like I was going to say, um, God. Um, it's, the continuation of the, of the, it's the continuation of the $5 Indian, like you said. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, that's a fact. We know that that was that when they, when they had to distinguish the Native Americans to give them land and the reservations, that all the whites have found out what the perks were for being Native Americans. So all they did is go to the um, the uh, the person um, what was it the, the person taking down the documentation, paid them five dollars. That's all for. Right, the BIA, right. the Bureau of uh, of um, of Indian Affairs, BIA, right. Mhm. Mm-hmm. Mm, that's what they right. That's what they went through was the BIA, the Bureau of Indian Affairs, um, in which they had put forth the Dawes Roll, and they was able to say, okay, yeah, my last name William. Oh, there it is, just right there on the Dawes Roll. That's not crazy. <laughs> Isn't that crazy? And then you wonder why you got little feather now with blonde hair, blue eyes, talking about she's head chief, uh, you know, of a, of a tribe up in um, the right. Iroquois Nation. I mean, I think that's crazy to me, and I think it's really disgusting. Uh, you know, right. I'm really, I, I think it's tragic. And I see it everywhere. Yeah. I, you know. Mhm. Yeah. Now I mean, when I, I go to powwows, I see us. At the powwows, it's us. Right, but you're right. But when I'm seeing um, on TV, or when I'm seeing those in which that they're promoting, is always the um, the, the blue eyed ones in which that always ends That's up right. on TV. Yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. And they do it. Well, they just, hijack every. Yeah, genetically, they mm-hmm. hijack everyone. Right. And um, that changes people's perspectives, too, because if they keep promoting that, then when you, as a person who's brown, say you're Native American, you get a side eye. 
you know, people are like, really? You know, what you Indian in your family? You know, it, you get a side yeah. eye, like it, you're stating is not fact, but visually you look 90% of what they look like. Exactly. Exactly. I would question the clinical status of what they're, when people are getting authentify, uh, authenticating, whether they're getting their test um, validated or not if they're Native American. I think it's, I personally think it's been um, overtaken and um, it's, it's, a, it's a false positive or a false negative. Mm-hmm. Indeed. Well, like you said earlier, I mean, when we take our ancestry test, I mean, they take us straight to Africa. <laughs> you yeah. know. And it's, um, but yeah, the and Africans are saying no. Yeah. Right, but the Africans are saying no, y'all from over here. Okay, well, how is they that? They don't well, even recognize um, yeah, Right, when Louis Henry Gates just told me I came from, from, um, from Africa. <laughs> you know, and, Can I play and, my and, and I'm not saying that I'm not from Africa. I'm just saying that maybe it could have been further back than just 400 years ago. It could be a yeah, thousand, exactly. five thousand, a hundred thousand, two million years ago. Mm-hmm. Of course, the yeah. Marcus, the but who's to say that it changed the study? But who's to say that the African DNA? Because they're going to go across your mitochondria from your mother's side, because the matriarchal side carries that extra DNA. So they usually go along with her line. So when they carry her line, what happens is that if the, that's what our girlfriend was like, well, what if we do it at black colleges? It doesn't matter. If they get all their criteria for the test from Europe, which all of them come from, especially in um, the Norwegian area, like Switzerland and Sweden, for their standards, then it's all already corrupted. So it doesn't matter that it says Africa. It's probably a lie. And it's probably saying that any time a Native American bloodline from this particular you know, uh, mitochondria shows up, they'll say it's African and it's maybe totally Native American from the America. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah, we, I mean, you can't, if you're sleeping in the bed with the devil, he's going to do some devilish things. So we can't yeah. trust him at any level. Mm-hmm. True. I don't right. trust any information right. I get from anybody who's cut off the nose of African statues every time they come in. I'm not trusting them because they've already whitewashed <laughs> everything. What makes me think they're going to they're gonna not do it with information regarding me and mine. I don't trust it unless I can test it right. myself and go to my people and find out and just and um, verify it myself. I agree. Mm-hmm. And it goes back to Buddha. Buddha looking very reminiscent of a black man with very curly or coarse hair, curly hair. Mm. Buddha being a big, fat black man who was living in Asia. You go back to the Japanese that look like pure black people, beautiful, beautiful yeah. melanated black people. Ooh. I mean, we go all over the planet. You got Omeg heads. You got accounts of people having conversations and interactions with their melanated galactic families. But then when the European comes, he collects all this data, takes everything for himself, throws out everything and burns any information regarding us, and then starts over from scratch and, mm-hmm. you know, and, just, and just inserts himself in the culture of the galactic family, because you know for a fact, I know for a fact, that there is no white person who's non-melanated who can leave this atmosphere without their brains falling apart. Because that, right. that, um, that belt, that, 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 um, those gamma rays, even when your, your pineal gland is pretty um, strong and healthy, anybody going out who doesn't have melanin will not survive that journey outside, um, especially with the gamma rays. Right. You cannot go into right. the planet without no and speaking, Exactly. And, and speaking of that, I wanted to ask you about 
um, the sisters that they found on the moon. I know you've probably seen that documentation. What do you think about that? <laughs> yes, I think she's me. No, I'm joking. Um, <laughs> that cosmonaut, that specific cosmonaut, she is, um, I personally believe she is from the, a, a clan of cosmo, female cosmonauts that fly very often around. Um, some of them may be associated with the Andromedans, but I believe she's from a colony on Mars. Um, she right. also had another and, brown sister. And, and she had six fingers. And she had six she fingers, so she, so she had <laughs> black, you know? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Beautiful braided, yep. dreaded hair. She was shaped right. just like us, women of color. Features just like I. T- I tell people when you know white people try to get funny. I was like, she looks just like me. So you, what are you gonna say? Right. You consider me a black woman. Right. Exactly. So what do you say? Yeah. So what would you say any different about her? And also, I heard this is on the sidebar, and they will never give this information out. She was a she was accompanied with another body that was a really right. dark, beautiful brown sister that they will never mm-hmm. tell you was with her. And she was right. there. And they had her body. Right. The only one they showed right. this one because she looked more Indian type of look, you know, to them, more copper. Exactly. Look. But the other one right. was more melanin. They don't want to show you her. Right. And they even, they even are lighting her up now. Of course. Sorry, I'm pissed about saying I'm like, oh, this is ridiculous. Mm-hmm. Well, they whitewashed We shouldn't be surprised. We should accept it at this point. I expect... If they do anything less than that, I'm shocked. I'm shocked. <laughs> and, 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 you know, remember, and, you know, listen, I, I keep it real with my people that are white. Like, they respect that because, really, it, should, it, it shouldn't be that serious. You tell me that there's white supremacy even when it comes to the UFO community, and, it's, and I didn't realize it was that bad until I went into it. And, and you should hear some of the, what they say. is like, what you're doing involved in this? They don't want you. They don't want you uneducated monks, but realize that they're the ones mixed with the DNA of apes, and we are not. That's why we have one hand in our body. Right. (laughs) It's it's like the flip mode of information, and they're really confused. Um, And um, when I talk to a lot of my white contactees and abductees, they talk about coming in contact. Like one grandmother, I'll tell you one story, which I think blew my mind last week. It was a grandmother, really cool white grandmother, she's, um, her grandson um, is in college. No, he was in high school at the time, I'm sorry. And he went to the beach. I think this is somewhere in Cali near those mountains. See, another thing, um, there's some caves over in Cali. I forgot the location. Mount Shasta, is that it? Maybe over there. Um, he was on the beach. He's looking out, and he sees this black being walking through the water. Now, mind you, he's on the beach. The being is walking all the way deep into the, you know, like, in the ocean, waves are going past this thing. It's not facing them. He said he looked like he was eight feet, but we know he had to be at least 16 feet to be that far out. She said her grandson has not been able to sleep. He's never been right. He doesn't want to talk about it. He talked about it with her, and she believes him. She said, I believe him. He, she was like, he, he changed his whole sense of self. He, he doesn't think the same way. He feels differently. He, he said, yeah, he's living his life now, but he feels... Like this presence he saw, black, let's keep real, this black man that was almost 16 feet walking in the middle of the ocean that he saw, he witnessed, it freaked him out. And that is what white people feel when they see anything that has to do with us in a cosmic way. It freaks them out. It scares the holy hell out of them. Yeah. 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 And it well, scares them because they've been mistreating. Yeah, they mistreated right. a lot of black people on the planet for so long, and they don't want any repercussions for that. 
true. Well, I mean, uh, if you if you have individuals, you know, like Norman, you know, Virgin, um, uh, I would think that, um, you know, uh, I don't know how more serious you can get than that than a NASA scientist. You saw his face, right, when he said it. He was disgusted. That's a real reaction. He said, no, black. He was exactly. disgusted when he said it. And it wasn't a, right. a, a, that, a feeling oh, like, you oh, said that cool. he was dark-complected. You said he was dark-skinned. He was dark-complected. No, I said black. Exactly. You know, Carrie Cassidy, you're, you already know how to feel about Carrie Cassidy. I can't, I can't go in on her anymore. She, you know... You know, our ancestors have come at her recently. I won't say any more. And she's starting to want to speak out more. But like I said, if you're not telling us the truth and you're hearing it, then you just is basically a liar to me. That's how I feel. Because if this right. is the ET community, we're supposed to be whistleblowing in all matters. Why would you hold that back? Why that information back? People talk about green ETs, octopus spaces, ETs, frog-looking people, you know, people mix with all kinds of other DNA, but that freaks you out the most? Right. Well, well, you, you know what I found interesting is the fact that um, when I studied David Icke's information, and I've been studying it since he came out, you know, um, really, um, and, he, and when he went to Crudo Moutoir, and he studied under the Crudo Moutoir, um, and then write his book, The Biggest Secrets, and say that, you know, that so-called white people came from Mars, I damn near laughed out the damn chair when oh I was that point. Oh, my God. Because <laughs> yeah. I was like, huh? that's, that's I was like um, hold on. Let me go to the Zulu Bone Oracle book where Kuna Mutoir wrote the introduction, and he states specifically that the word Amazulu, which is the name of his of the African tribe in South Africa, um, means sky people, and that his people came from the sky, came from the red planet um, prior to coming to the blue planet, which is the earth. On the red planet, which is Mars, they say that it was a catastrophe in which that wiped off the surface. Um, and obviously, he's talking about the destruction of Maldic and Malona, you know, which happened mm-hmm. to be in the asphalt, you know, as he, um, um, in history. And he said that the men impregnated the women, um, and they formed their macabres, Merkab, Mer, M-E-R again, macabres, mm-hmm. um, and journey. To the earth interdimensionally. Now, he said they they was impregnated with the seed already from the men. Um, now this sounds just like the damn Superman story. <laughs> you know? Oh yeah, the hijack. Another bit of information hijacked again, once again. <laughs> right, right, right. And I'm like, this sounds. Now, now I'm like, hold on. Either Quito Mutois, he said that this is an oral tradition amongst the Amazulu people for hundreds and thousands of years. And here it is, the comic book coming with Superman have to flee the planet um, in a ship, you know, and um, come to planet Earth because this planet got destroyed. That's the same story, the same scenario, you know, in which that Kuri Mutoir talked about how, on how the Amazulu people, which is a dark-skinned, brown-skinned people um, mm-hmm. in South Africa, and how they get to the planet Earth. Exactly. And that's a fact. And they hijacked the information and they made it into something that seems so fantabulous that people think it's like some sort of fantasy or some sort of sci-fi, and it's really sad. And if you read the book, now this is a book everybody should, I love these twins. They're called, um, Shirlene Wallace wrote a book called yes. From the Motherland mm-hmm. to the Mothership. Oh, my oh. God, you want to talk about it? But she talks about the colony on Mars. What about the black people on Mars? 
that right. you know that the most black people are Mars. I mean, this is what we're talking about. And we're talking about tall. We have so many different types of beings that are tall, thin, and very dark. But then you also have the cosmonauts who look very much like me. And many of them look very reminiscent of me. And they're like copper-looking women that tend right. to um, you know, go out and travel almost like scouting. They're scouters. They go out and right. go to new places to see what it's like, to see what's going on. So, but we don't talk about it. And we don't talk about the female melanated ETs because, God forbid, um, we even get in that conversation. <laughs> I blow people away. Um, well, I mean, um, let's, we let's go that. there because, I mean, that's the reason why I brought up the um, sister on the, the moon. Um, and, and we've seen how large that ship um, is. That, that oh, ship is larger than, than, um, than many of the buildings, actually all the buildings in Manhattan, but um, just as long as the, um, you know, along the Hudson River, the whole daggone, probably almost the whole of the Manhattan down, you know, um, um, I guess the Oceanside um, or, or Riverside view of Manhattan. Yeah. You know, I mean, I, that, I mean, that shit was gigantic. You know, so I'm like, I know damn well that they found more than just, like you said, just... Um, absolutely. So, um, well, I know they said one sister had her head cut off. She was just decapitated. And then, like mm-hmm. you said, they spoke of another sister who was more dark-skinned. They don't talk mm-hmm. about her. And then, of course, the one in which that they show us, you know, in which that they took the apparatus off of, which that was attached to her third eye because that's what she utilized to exactly. guide. And that's how we, that's right. how we run our ship, is through our third mm-hmm. eye. And if you ever right, watch, right. great for anyone to watch is SoundCloud Atlas. Watch when um, Halle Berry comes to the planet. What does she have? She has one of those apparatuses on her third eye. They mm. always put the truth out. SoundCloud who has never seen it, I was waiting for the longest time for it to come out. Nobody even knew about it. It is a gem plus a gem plus a gem. Gotta watch it. A lot of, bit of, a lot of information in there. And they tell you who we are. Um, right. Tell them. Tell them. Tell them again. Um. Sound. Um. Uh. Um. Sound. Uh. Cloud out. Atlas. Cloud Atlas. Okay. Cloud Atlas. Um. Great movie. It's so hard. It was weird because when it came out, nobody really went to go see it. I was waiting for it to come out, and when it came out, I stayed out for a second, and then I waited for it to come on video, and I swear to God, they kept it out of the public. For the longest mm. time, and it was mm. wild because I was like, maybe they know, because I was waiting right. for it, because that was the movie I was waiting. I don't see a lot of movies. I just go to see ones that I relate to. You know, I'm a I'm a Trekkie cut type of chick, so right. <laughs> or something like that. I just, I stay out of you know the movie theaters. I don't really want the mind control or the subliminal messages either. But I'll I'll mm. stomach it a little bit for a show like something that can get some gems for like Avatar. Or cloud right. atlas, or something like that. Um, um, but we have a bunch of cosmonauts, female cosmonauts, and the reason why they're able, why they pick particular females to do long scouting missions, is because they're made of a lot of water, and they store it better, and they're able to travel right. and permeate through different dimensions a little easier than a male, based on their right. physiology. Right. right. The melanin, the um, pineal gland, is is more so activated within the woman than, than the male species. Right, yes. exactly. And that's where you'll see um, the women traveling amongst each other. And a lot of, um, mm-hmm. you'll notice, is, uh, I believe that those, a couple of those cosmonauts have seeded um, 
you'll see them too because you'll, they're reminiscent of each other. Like a lot of the cosmonauts see here, they are a copper-looking woman, very reminiscent right. of the mm-hmm. Egyptian women. And there's something to that. Their skin almost looks like a brown gold, like a darkish right. brown, like even with the brown, there's like a gold underneath. That's a certain genealogy, a certain bloodline too. Right. Um, and um, they travel. Um, also, there's another group of females that turn into birds. I believe they're able to um, transform themselves from birds. You hear about them in Africa, and they call them right. witches. They're right. able right. to um, shape shift into right. what we consider big black birds. Um, mm-hmm. And a lot of murdered a lot of times that they're found out. And they were saying it's not true. It's it's been it's it's been confirmed. A lot of people talk about their grandmothers or those were known to be those birds and it was a secret in the family and they would be able to fly uh across the sea where there would be food or vegetation somewhere so they would tell their tribe to um be able to migrate to a, a better place that was more plush and resource. Um and, and you know, again on the Egyptian walls we see all these pictures and depictions of all these animal heads on people. And really because they were all those genealogy types that were existing here. Mm-hmm. So the reptoid, the hawk-looking people, the um, you know, frog people, all kinds of different, you know, lion-looking cat people. We've got those entities here. I have a picture of some homeboys. It's so crazy, though. Kids, he contacted me. He was scared. And he's from L.A. And that's what I'm saying. This is real information happening in the hood. It's ain't um, <laughs> Becky in the cornfield. This is a dude. They were hanging out. <laughs> hanging right. out, homies, hanging out. This ain't Becky in the field of dreams. Right. This ain't Becky in the field of dreams. Yeah, yeah. You know, they were homies hanging out. Um, they were at a, a, one of their homies' apartment complexes, and they were on the third or fourth floor. No, it was the fourth, third or fourth floor. And he said, yo, I'm, I don't know what this is in the picture. A lot of times I get different pictures, and some of them I, I, I try to send, because I'm not a verifier. I can look and see if I think it looks crazy, and then I'll send it to my people, you know, my other <laughs> people who are actually obsessed with, you know, verifying, going through the clinical process of trying to see if it's, you know, verif- you know, if it's real, if it's mostly real or not. But he sent me a picture, and him and his dude, you know, they got their, <laughs> and I, this is how as real as it gets, they're gangbangers, so they got their crypt. They crypt, you know, hand signals up, and in the background, in the window, it's scary as all hell. You see a, a cat-looking being through the curtain. It's freaky, and it's nothing that would be set up. It's not like a, it's not like purposely, you know, like Photoshop. It would be crazy if it was Photoshop, but it was peeking through the curtain, and it looked like a, a cat being. It, it's freaky. It actually scared, you know, it actually gave me chills on my body. So I was like, wait a second. He said, yo, we've seen a picture. We, <laughs> you know, they were smoking weed, too, so they thought they were hallucinating. <laughs> you know, they have mm-hmm. an altercation. It's a picture. So now they're sending it to me, and I should have said my people, listen, I don't know what it was, but it looked like one of those tattoos, and it wasn't on, it wasn't a balcony. It was on the third or fourth floor. So this being was up outside the window, peering in, and it was a, it was being outside of the window on the third or fourth floor, looking in the window. It wasn't in the house. It was looking inside the window, peering through the curtain. You could see its face through the curtain. It was frightening. And that's one of the cats. And that's one you of the cats. Huh? Hello? Mm. Okay. That's interesting. Yeah, because so. I always, right, because um, as a child, um, I always felt like 
you know, someone was looking or watching, you know, like that song that Michael Jackson um, helped produce, you know, you know, I always feel like somebody's <laughs> watching me. You know what I'm saying? But it's, <laughs> but it's true. I mean, but remember, if you if you if we understand that we're living in a hologram sort of, right. and right. we're really, if we get it, we're really not living in the real reality. We're living almost like in a dream state. And sure. everything outside of us that's peering and looking and visually seeing us is maybe more tangibly real than we are. We're experiencing right. and, something and that's it, not. It really they told us this in kindergarten when they when they told us a song about row 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 your boat gently down the stream merrily 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 life is but a dream. Life is but a dream. Yeah. And there you go. And another good movie to prove this is Inception. Go watch the movie Inception. See, I got all these buzz movies that I'll Yes, Inception is accurate. Yo, Inception mm-hmm. goes into that different levels of awakening. And some you got to blow bombs to wake up to the next level. You got to blow up a big boom. <laughs> and then you get to the next level, but it's another dream. So right. um, it's that concept that we're into, we're interlayered in a hologram, an interactive hologram. And that's why co-creating is what happens. That synchronicity that we all experience, whenever you have more synchronicity, it's because you're waking up and you're seeing aspects of what you're thinking manifesting to you. What right. else does that well, but a hologram? Right. And, and, this, and, and it makes sense because, I mean, how else, if, if, if this was an illusion or a hologram, then I would not be able to clone because... Um, you, your body's made of 76 trillion cells. If I take one cell, I can clone a whole nother you in existence because that one cell contains the exact information, long-term um, uh, memory, uh, short-term memory, uh, RNA, DNA, and I can clone a whole nother you in existence. You know, um, that wouldn't be possible if your whole body template wasn't a hologram. And a hologram, in order to survive, needs light. And that's the first thing scientists tell you, oh, you need to go and get some sun. You know, it, it, otherwise you'll suffer from sad or seasonal afflicted disorder. <laughs> you exactly. know, so exactly. This, exactly. This, this is true. You know, this is true. Yeah. And us being the oldest hologram on the planet, you know, um, we need at least one to three hours of light a day. So light a day. As yes, compared to the who's, the who's the most recent, you know, no more than 15 to 20 minutes. Otherwise, you'll catch um, um, carcinoma and um, melanoma. There you go. And it, and this is another thing that we have to realize. The reason why buildings and stuff, you know, people think it's funny when I say this, but these are caves we're living in. We didn't have to because <laughs> we're living in caves. All these potential right. buildings and stuff like that, these are to enclose an entity that should not be outside, that cannot, does not have, that's why they have fur on them. It's to protect them from the sun. They're not natural to the, to the environment. And we have to get sun. To be conscious, we get fed from the sun. We get information galactically from the sun. There's a lot of things. And the fact that we wear a lot of clothing, now I get a lot of, you know, listen, clothing is what we do here. But wearing too much clothing on our body, our body is the largest, or our skin is the largest organ we have. Our skin, right. our sun used to touch right. every it, aspect it, 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 of and our skin. it's our long. Right, it's our second exactly. lung. It breathes. I mean, it has pores, so you can breathe through your yep. skin. Yes, and the reason why a lot of us get sick, people of color, with osteoporosis and other things, is because we're not getting enough sun. We're not getting enough right. exposure to sun. And putting all these creams with parabens and chemicals or sealers that block any sort of absorption from any vitamin D or any energetic absorption we get from the sun. 
So we've got to be mindful of that. Unless it's organic, unless it's edible, we shouldn't put it on our skin. If you can't eat something, it shouldn't go on your body. If I can't put it exactly. on my little one. Yeah, I don't put anything on their body that I can't put in my mouth and not get sick. Right. Hair, body, anywhere. And they make it so that others live. We should not mimic a creature that looks nothing like us. They're very different than us. And it doesn't make them wrong or, or less. It's just they're different. And we cannot mimic something like that. Right. Or they have it. You know? I hope everybody listening to this. Because <laughs> this is nothing but you know, the truth. Person, well, you know, we were supposed to, we're, we're very, uh, you know, we're supposed to pick from the vine. We're supposed to be eating fruits, raw things, not cooked. The only reason things started to cook is because they were living in colder regions where they did not have heat source and they could not, they had, you know, they killed something or they didn't have vegetation. So they had to kill something, had to outsource and cook it. They had to do that. That's why people cook. We're doing those things and we don't have to anymore. You can buy vegetables and fruit and eat it purely. You can eat a banana, right? Well, a lot of bananas are genetically modified. I wouldn't suggest that, but you can eat a mango. You can eat a pineapple. You can eat that straight ahead. You can eat a nice fresh salad. You don't have to burn anything to cook it. You know, for the Christians, I got a, a whole thing on Jesus being a raw vegan. <laughs> Blow their minds. <laughs> right. Yeah. We're, in order for us to wake up and open certain information that is inside of us, we don't have to go to leaders anymore. Every bit of information you need to go to the next level is all within you, and it's accessible. It's just to what degree you raise, you cleanse yourself or clear yourself to get that information. You know, you have to be of the vibration to get that particular information. You have to be. You know, and I tell people all the time, I'm 43 now, but when I was, could not have certain information, I wasn't ready and prepared for it. A lot of the things I'm seeing on the esoteric level, um, things I'm seeing visually, would have flipped me out in <laughs> my 20s. I'm being honest. Some, but the 20-year-olds now are starseeds, so they can handle it. Me at 20, seeing things popping in the middle of the room, big beams of light, that would have flipped me out. I wasn't prepared for certain information. I am now. So you're seeing certain right. people waking up at the time they need to, and um, and you don't, and that's another thing we can't force, we can't force a, a horse to go drink, even if we know he's thirsty. He has to want to do that himself. Right, right. Because giving people too much information too quickly could really damage them if they're not ready. That's true. Right. Because anybody listening to this show was prepared subconsciously, spiritually, to hear this. That's true. And That's if they learned, maybe some of that, yeah, somebody they're sharing it with needed that information. Right. That's true. All right. Well, let's, let's get back to the PSYOPs um, program. Yeah, now. So I, I want to get back to that because we spoke about the Mandela <laughs> effect. We spoke about the yes. black extraterrestrials. So let's get to that PSYOP. Okay. Well, they're they're covertly working at taking over every aspect of anything, um, any bit of information that would be helpful or, um, you know, we have a lot of sub, subliminal things going on with televisions, with electronics. Uh, the government is being taken over by entities that are not human. <laughs> I can, and that is verifiable because some of them don't even act human anymore. That's um, true. We have a, the ETs um, that have, and it's not the rest 
Wesleyans, a lot of people have put a lot of blame, and I and this is where I'll put some blame on David Ike for doing this, for blanketing a whole bunch of reptoids as taking what? over government um, facilities. And I personally think we have insectilians, an insect-type race that is on the top tier, really running the governmental, um, the functioning of the government. I think there's tiers of dracons below it, another type of reptilian, but I don't think on the top tiers is my opinion. I think it's a bunch of insectoid type of creatures. That's why they colonize. That's why they got a queen. They do all these bug type things. They don't have any emotional connection to anything. They're very android-like, very robotic. Um, I believe these entities are on the top tiers. And what they do, these type of insectilians, they're scientists. And they're able to mess with your electronics. Um, they've mastered low elf waves, and especially in the hood. And I talk to people in the hood. I tell you, all, you know, all my wonderful melanated people, do not have your cell phones or your laptops or your iPads or your iPhones next to you when you sleep because they put in this low elf wave frequency and it goes into your body because remember we're 90% most of our body 70% of our body is liquid water which is remember we know water can be transferred to a different frequency um, and they insert certain information into you lower vibrational information and um, kind of hijack your your, your um, consciousness um, and it messes with you radiation wise because it messes with your uh, your neurons. It messes with your um, your your bodily system. A lot of people have a lot of issues based on that. And men have to stop wearing cell phones on their waist because it messes with their testicular area and stuff like that. And we see a lot of men showing signs of issues with that because they're wearing the cell phones low on them in that region. Um, that's right. one one way that we can be getting it. Right, um, right, because they all experience the impotency, um, prostrate, um, prostate problems, all types of illnesses, yeah. right? Yes, because what they did with that is that it's not just the cell phones. A lot of the foods you're eating have metals in them, and all the barium and the aluminum that they're spraying with the chemtrails is going into your system. So now you have all this metal that's magnetic, because metal is, is, is propelled by frequency, and then you take an electrical device and put that next to people who have a whole bunch of metal in them, and it will mess with you physiologically and mentally. Um, so, you know, that's just a little sidebar I had to throw in there. Because <laughs> um, I, I think a lot of people don't even realize that, just the little things that they're doing. And we have um, a lot of our organizations have been taken over by others. And I don't want to drop too many names, even though I know, because it, it's, it's a very um, very slippery slope, <laughs> as far as what I could say in that arena. All I would say is a lot of these organizations that are top-notch, what we consider to be black organizations, have been covertly overtaken by something or someone else. And I'm talking about every nation, every part of okay. our organizations. I'm talking about the Nation of Islam. I'm talking about the, um, the Hebrew Israelites. I'm talking about um, we got entities that have been inserted in those organizations to covertly take over and change the movement of things and change how we interact amongst each other and also to get intel from what any of us are doing on the conscious circuit. And I always tell people be very mindly with deciding to do and who you decide to kiki with because I don't care if they smile all information that you plan to do in the betterment of yourself or your people should be kept to yourself 
unless you know that you should share that with specific people and your circle should be tight. You should, your cipher should be very tight and, and it should be people that you've known. And like I said, you know, they're cloning people and we see that in the celebrity zone, they're cloning people that can replace somebody in, in less than six months. Um, you've got actors like um, Dave Chappelle, which I personally think he's been cloned and replaced. Um, you know, you've got other ones that I know have been cloned and replaced. And, again, they are cloning people at the rate um, like we got chickens laying eggs. I mean, they perfected it. Remember when they were talking about cloning years ago with the, the sheep? What was this, like an eight? Now, listen, whenever they tell you that, that means that they're 60 years ahead of whatever they're disclosing to you. They're just giving That's you true. a little little bit of information of something they've already mastered. Now, let's take it to 2016. They are cloning people, um, uh, uh, Dr. Dre. They are cloning people. And also when someone is cloned, I know this seems crazy to people, but this is a fact. They're doing this. and they, they, I mean, it's verified. I can't verify it to you personally, but I know it's verifiable. <laughs> um, they, can, they can clone something or an organism, a full-blown adult in 60 days. In 60, no, before six. No, I'm sorry in less than six months. And what you'll notice with certain people who are cloned, they look beefed up. They look uh, swollen. That's how you know they've been taken. Um, uh, I know it seems crazy, but if you know that ETs exist and they have technology that supersedes anything that you can conceive and believe, you know that that's, that's a possibility and a plausibility. Um, and any time they want an organization to go in the direction that they want it to go to and they don't like to see that there may be some uprising, they will infiltrate and eliminate the entity that they feel has the most power, and they will replace them. Back in the days, they would just kill them and assassinate them. They don't do that anymore. They, all they have to do is clone them and replace them. And nobody would really know except the loved ones. Um, and the loved ones probably would notice but maybe not state anything, just thinking, because this is not something that's rational. It's not rational technology. It's something we know about. Right, and, and this shouldn't be strange to our audience because Brother Bobby Hemmings spoke about this back in the mid-'90s. I was in classes with Brother Bobby Hemmings as he was talking about, as he was one of the first to bring that information out. Um, in the early-'90s, there was books written by Val Valerian, um, his Matrix 1, and particularly his Matrix 2 book, in which he spoke about um, President Jimmy Carter, how he was cloned, you know? Um, yeah. And he had those you know, the um, robots and the robot toys and the androids mm-hmm. and um, yep. the different clones. And yep. he, all of this in part two. And it's see, and this, but, and look what he's talking about this years ago. And this is a full right. business right now. They have clones that they're selling to the sheep. They got clones of, um, what is her name? Uh, what's a little, I forget the singer's name, not, um, oh God, a little blonde singer. This tells you I'm not really oh, in the world anymore. Oh, um, Justin um, No, the the little oh God, Britney Spears, Britney Spears. They got clones Britney, of Britney, Britney yeah. Spears being bought, bought man, by man, the she, Yeah, she she cracked huh? up on to me. Yeah, yeah she is. She's mind, she's under mind control. Yeah. Right. Serious. Yeah, she's not she's not cloned. She's just mind control. But they make clones of her. Right. Right. And you know how deep the clones is because one of one of Madonna's dancers had shared with me a while ago, just a while ago, how when Madonna does concerts and she stays at any place other than where she lives, she has what we call a, a cleanser or a cleaner. When she walks or touches a glass, she has somebody right behind her who wipes 
her print or her DNA off the cup or throw it out. She does not let her body or sweat or any part of her DNA touch anything without it being cleaned right behind her. Why do you think she's doing that? She doesn't want any bit of her DNA because she knows they'll clone her. They don't need much to clone you. Right. A little bit of your DNA. That's how professional this technology is. There, a speck of blood, right, spittle. Yep. Right. Just a little bit. Just a little bit. Right. Um, And like I said, they've infiltrated almost every organization that you could possibly think of to the point where you would think even certain people that you would never think of infiltrated, it's just just what it is. People have to be very mindful of who they kiki with. Just if you in that world that you're trying to, you know, move and shop and trying to do things, then be just be keep your cipher close and just know your people. Like if I talk to you today, you'd be like, hey, da da da, and you talk to me a certain name, then tomorrow it's like, hey, da, you know, I'm sorry, Slurbron, you know, <laughs> your tone all changes. Right, right. That chip tooth that you had for 20 years is gone. You know, that mole that used to be on your left face is not, you know, is not there anymore. I'd question. I'd question the validity right. of who I'm seeing in front of me. That's what they do. And when they clone right. you, the clones don't come out perfect. They come out different. Right. That's right. You know, some of us fall off a bike when we're six, and we still have a scar on our right foot from all our whole life. So you see a clone, that clone doesn't have that scar anymore. That's how you know it's a clone. Exactly. Okay? Somebody's been smoking weed for 20 years, their lips are a little darker, like they fell. All of a sudden, they start coming out, their lips look okay, kind of reddish and pinkish. What happened? <laughs> Lip surgery, you know what I'm saying? Little things like that. We've got to be mindful because that's the world we're living in. We're living in a world becoming very much um, robotic, and it's based on the fact that they're starting to replace humans because those others that they had working for them cannot live on the surface of the planet. That magnetic field is coming in, and I don't care how much chemtrails they're doing, everybody can feel it. White people are not reproducing at the rate um, that they used to, and also... Um, as we know, a lot of prophets have predicted that, um, you know, that's why I think they're, they're letting a floodgate of Muslims going into Europe is to melanate right. some of those right. Europeans. Right. There's a lot of rape going on, and that's right. odd. Right. My, my biology teacher told me, and um, matter of fact, told my wife and me in um, college that um, his name is Dr. Knuckles. He's passed on now, but he said, um, he said Europeans, are, uh, white, so-called white people, would not be here um, too much longer after 2025. Um, yeah, they'll be gone. So, Unless they're right, underground. Right. Unless they're underground. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. They won't be able to exist. And like I said, you know, there's a couple weird, unsavory people on YouTube that are others. And like I said, they've been traveling. I think some of these people have traveled from the future that are Europeans. they all underground. That's why they're creating these cities. They cannot live on the surface of the planet. That's why we shouldn't right. be concerned. But remember, we got a whole bunch of unsavory, sick black people who've been, who've been abused and victimized, right. and they're not well. And you've got to be concerned about those individuals living on the surface of the planet without, within, within, the, within the realm of tyranny. So that's what mm. we have to be concerned about. Okay? So mm. we'll say, oh, kumbaya, the white people are gone. But remember, this organization with what we have so far, you take everything apart, anarchy, and then you, then you replace that with people that have been, um, you know, socially um, depreciated. And there, there will be a, 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 you know, it's going to be interesting, to say the least. Yeah, yeah it's going to be interesting. So, you know. <laughs> my wife and uh, dad say all the, the time, you don't need intervention. He always said you don't need divine intervention. <laughs> oh, we'll be fine. No, many, many of the star seeds are already – 
They already have domes. Yeah, um, just from my contact yeah. experience, they already have cities above certain places that you can't right. see that are right above us. And those places are free people who vibrate at a certain frequency, and you'll be fine. Right. You're vibrating what? at a I mean, high I, frequency. You're permeating right. that's that thing they've been talk, talking about, like in China, um, um, floating cities just just coming out of nowhere. Yeah. Yeah, you know, those cities are also cities places. that come up every seven years. Yeah, right. they, they're all and also also the city above. What is it? Niger- is it Nigeria? No, maybe it's, I forgot where right. it is. Another city. It's like a dome city. Um, some um town in Africa, and it's right above, and they can see it. It's beautiful, but it's got right. like a dome, almost like a permeable kind of a bubble around it. That's where we're going. Right. Those who those who are contactees and know, remember, you know, your parents your parents are watching over you. We were here to be cultivated. And a lot of us are blooming, okay? So, um, you know, you don't pick a flower before it's bloomed. You know, a lot of us are blooming to the point where we're cultivated enough to be able to go on to the next level. And that's what we're here for. That's all it is. Right. If you have a soul, everlasting. Right. Not everybody has a soul, though, but if you got a soul, you're good. (laughs) That's true. That's true. That's true. All right. Well, we got about fifteen more minutes before we close out. Um, you have any closing right. remarks that you want, or anything that um, any other topic that you want to get into? Anything in which that you want to um, have the audience to look out for? Um, I just want people to be mindful and start looking up in the sky. You know, um, start being mindful of their energy levels. Start to really start to reflect on self and take care of self. Um, you know, and be open. I know many people, this might seem very phantasmic, but, um, you know, again, I'm a regular person. I'm a mother. So, you know, I'm in in this life. But remember, this is a very practical way of life. And don't let it deter you from finding out who and what you are and really seizing that moment. And um, I just wish everybody well, you know. That's it. All right. Brother L, do you have any closing remarks? Yes, I enjoyed the show as usual. Glad to have you on, on the show, sister. Hope to have you back here soon. Yeah, definitely, anytime. I like talking, chatting with you gentlemen. It's fun. Right, right. Well, um, oh, it's great, it's great information. I know my wife got some closing remarks. Yes, we definitely enjoyed the show. Thank you so much, Goddess, for gracing the space. Um, I just Aww, want to do a couple of Yes, we really, really enjoyed it. I don't know if you've seen the flyer, but I thought it was perfect. You had on your um, ma- your Mardi Gras um, mask, your angelic mask. It was so cute. Thank um, you. I just love the laughter, too. Every time you laughed, I did, too. I was like, I know that's right. We don't have nothing to worry about because we resonated at the right vibrations, and we definitely have souls. Yeah. <laughs> I just want to take this time out real quick to, um, if you have questions, um, call us. If y'all have questions, please just press one, and then we'll bring you in. Um, but real quick, we do have our 16th annual United Washita Conference. Um, if you would like to reserve your space, go to the calendar events. Go to the calendar events on DrAlineLBay.com. Also, too, Brother Walter Williams, I got in contact with us, and he is going to be on the next Wednesday show. So Dr. Walter Williams, he has a new book coming out, so you definitely don't want to miss that. And then the week um, following that, we have Brother Tahaka, 
and he's going to be on. So I just wanted to give you all like a, a breakdown of what's going to be going on in the coming Wednesdays. Um, we do have a mailing list. So when you go to the website, scroll down to the bottom and get on the mailing list. And I see we do have a question from area code 978. I'm unmuting your phone. 978, please answer your question. Hi. How you doing? This is this is Tetanin. Hello. I really enjoyed it. I mean, I kind of got sucked into it. I, I would have pressed one earlier, too. I was just taking the ride with you guys, like, you know. Cool. But, um, I mean, I, I had a bunch of questions, really. I mean, I'm just really into um the meditation aspect. And I was even thinking, like, to to have certain abilities, like like we heard, like I you've spoken about a brother, a brother that was projecting himself in two places at the same time, a brother that, that had done that. And I was just thinking, like, like is it really just you know within the body itself? Like we we don't need amulets or like you know like gems or you don't. I mean, I, you don't. It, it yeah, because cool. I was just thinking, like, you got brothers, like you know. They do they do the ceremonies and everything like even like panic he's doing ceremonies and stuff and even I just started getting into the ceremony aspect but even before this I was having like clear sentience and clear you know certain moments of certain stuff like I found a stack full of five hundred dollars on the on the railroad tracks so I lost it and I pretty much like walked you know maybe maybe about an hour maybe about an hour and a half but I found the money you know how long train tracks are train tracks you know there's like rows of train tracks you know what I mean. So. That's you. That's you creating that. You have the capability in you. Your abilities are always there. They're just asleep. <coughs> so everyone has their own set of abilities. Clairvoyance, clairsentience, tele- uh, all forms of tele- telepathy. Um, that's all part of our innate abilities that we have and within us that are asleep. So, yes, and you need nothing. We use gems because we need tools now because we forgot who we were. Once you start remembering yeah. and letting those abilities show up without question and without judgment, they'll start to manifest a little quicker and better, and especially at this time. Yeah, I definitely had heard uh, Brother Aileen talked about burning incense and, and people using that for um, having visions and stuff like that. But I know we can mm-hmm. have the visions just pretty much taking um, Reiki and um Pranayama to the next level. And I was going to have a question about what's the more stronger forms of meditation because, you know, you have P. Primanel, this brother, I've watched some of his videos, and um, he's doing a lot of, like, vocal meditation, like like out loud, you know, the the ohms. And there was another brother who came on the show before who was talking about um, the Orisha's vocal kind of like, you know, pranic sound meditation. I, I don't know. I feel like they all implement them all. But at any moment, they could set off something. I think all forms of meditation, it's whatever resonates with you is what you do. It's one form of meditation. Remember this. I love the vocal because it's also that toning is also activating codons to open. It's almost like breaking over codons. It also is helping your kundalini rise, open up certain chakras or heal certain. Toning is wonderful. So um, I think whatever resonates with you, because remember, we're all from a different third family. So what may resonate with you and do well for you may not do that much for me. So whatever feels good, that's what you do. Yeah. I mean, I definitely feel it, too. I feel it, like, you know, even 
as far as us as a people, how vocal we are. Like, we're constantly, as a people, singing. People who don't sing are singing. You know what I mean? People who don't even be singing are singing. You know, hear them and they'll be singing well, you know, to even vibrate your insides like that. That comes from having all the um, capacities of the the, the first being, capacities of the God body and stuff. So it just feels different. I mean... I feel like that's what's about to be too. It's about to be like a kind of a sound revolution. Some certain people are just sucked into the wrong sounds. I feel like those are the clones, you know. Certain people, yeah. right? Because how could you yeah. hear certain stuff and be okay with it, you know? Absolutely. You sound like you're well on your way. <laughs> I know. I'm trying. I'm trying. You know. I, I, I just want like the, I, I want the full on. I want the full on. Um, the abilities now. I feel like I heard a brother come on talking on the show before, and he was like, you know, we need to do something. Like, like we had a brother. He was like, you know, he was getting kind of, you know, worked up about it, you know. And he was like, we have to do something right now. And it sounded like almost he's talking like physical. We're doing stuff like again, manifesting ourselves in two locations at one time. Yeah. You know, his brother's talking about. Yeah. yeah his brother's talking about they're walking around in, in the rain, and they'll walk like, uh, like you know, whatever, a couple blocks, and get to the location and be dry. No umbrella, yeah. you know. Very good. Everyone's your abilities right now will start to manifest because we're at the end of a cycle of a, of another entity, and we're in the home court advantage, going into the home court advantage of the the first cycle, which is the people who are melanated because our ancestors have returned. So what's yeah. happening with that? You'll be gifted an opening up of your latent abilities, and everybody's abilities manifest differently. Some people's abilities will, with one ability, major ability, you'll have several. Uh, and comfort, you know, com- coming with that. So, you know, whatever shows up for you, it's usually whatever somebody, what I've noticed with people's abilities, whatever their talent or whatever they like to do, it has to do with their ability. So if you're yeah. a person who likes to listen to people, you tend to be a little more psychic. If you're a people, person who likes to just, um, you know, you're always worried about what other people are doing or if they're sick, you're very, you know, you're very nurturing. You, those where you get a lot of your healers, people who can touch yeah. people and heal people. Um, but you should start getting a lot of your abilities telepathically. You should be able to, when someone's thinking about you to call you, you should automatically get that in your head. A lot of people are getting that now, and you'll know when someone's about to call you. Um, yeah. Some of the people have more abilities. Uh, one of mine is, um, well, one of my abilities uh, is, you know, someone that I know or have loved is doing something. I can smell whatever they're doing, like if they're smoking a cigarette or if they're putting on lotion, yes. I smell it. Yeah. <laughs> It busts them out. And that was happening to me. Yeah, that's happening to me. I was looking at people in their pictures, and they have something, and I could almost taste what I'm looking at in the picture. Yeah. You know, I, yeah. I, I was trying to be like, how is that possible? You know, I, I was just like, it's, you know. It's your ability. It's not how it's possible. It is you. That's who you are. You just forgot. You just remember it. It's always wow. been a part of you. Yeah. Just keep remembering who you are, and those will keep showing up. And don't question it when it comes up, because the quickest way to make a ability go back dormant is to question it and judge it. Like, that's what Christianity, yeah. some Christian religions have done that, has made people say, oh, that's the demon, that's the devil. And then people get scared that they got a demon in them, and then they judge it, and the ability goes away. Because the ability won't show up unless you're ready for it. So, yeah. you know, make sure you don't judge it when it comes. Even if it's something that you haven't mastered and it shows up a little weird, like some people throw things with their mind, like they'll make things fall off shelves and it scares them. Don't judge it. They scare, okay, they're scaring I gotta themselves. i got to get better at that. Yeah, <laughs> I gotta get better at that. yeah. yeah. <laughs> They're basically scaring themselves, basically, yeah, you know, because yeah. they, they just don't understand. But it's, like, this stuff oh, yeah. that we, we can do, like the Markaba and everything like that, like, because that, isn't that what the cosmonauts are doing? 
Don't they exactly. have a marcaba and they're breaking through the atmosphere, taking on the elements? Like, you know, it's almost like we look different ways uh, in different planets then. Like, yes, like yes. Them. So if you and me were to do the marcaba right now and, you know, unlock the ability with traveling, by the time we get to somewhere else, we might be a different color even, you know, a different yes, kind of brown absolutely. even. You're right on point. Yes, you take, you match the vibration of wherever you go. So you you shape shift. You know, we talk about shape shifters all the time, but that's an ability we all have. So when we see entities do it, we freak out like, oh my God, they're shape shifting. No, that's what they do. And you know, a lot of times when you see people morphing on television, it's you know, it's, it's them shift shape, shifting into a form that makes us feel more comfortable. And that's what you do when you go into other dimensions or other planets. Yeah. It's morph into something that's that's more indigenous. To those entities or those people, yeah. Yeah, I mean, I definitely, yeah. There's, there's got to be enough of us on this frequency. We're just waking up all over the place, you know. It's just yes, we have to hold us together, and we and we have to really, you know, like that's what I'm saying about the abilities. Like we all have to get into meditation and really take it to the next level. Because I know ceremonies. I mean, it's all your thoughts going around and doing stuff for you, basically. Isn't it like pretty much Ceremony, you're yeah. stepping outside? Yeah. Ceremonies help you to focus. That's why ceremonies are used for people who need focus. That's what it helps you with. Tools are used to help you focus as well. When you get to a certain point, you will need neither. Okay? So. Yeah, that wow. That helps you at the beginning stages, yeah. But meditation, ceremonies, and tools are only being talked about doing to help people to focus. I know many of people who don't. I'm not a meditator, and you know, and I'm just... You know, I I do it occasionally when I am doing a clearing or something, but I just that's not my thing. And I my ability yeah. to show up strong and valid and you know, but I also yeah. fast. So, you know, I also eat. Yeah, very yeah, you, yeah. You see, you know, and your and your insides are completely uh, are like like on a um biomineral balance. So they're completely yeah. um alkaline. Your and make sure so you like, that, yeah. regardless. Yeah. Yeah, and, and for the males, I speak to males on a general level, males have to be mindful of the females they encounter because we have a lot of succubus come in female form who will take some of that energy for us too. And if they're not healthy and they're eating unhealthy, remember our skin is an organ, uh, a, you know, a big organ. You absorb whatever they are. Yeah. People, and right now at this time, you are who you are around. So I'm seeing a lot of people morphing into their their people around them. Be mindful of that energetically. Yeah. There's a lot of and stuff you've been showing up right now. With the root chakra, that's where they're trying to get at you. So that hypersexuality, that hypersense of pulling you into that vortex that way, that's showing up a lot because that's the only way they can get you now. They're trying to stop you before yeah. you get to the next level. Okay? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And it, it's so not going to work, you know. It, a, a lot of these people that are susceptible to that, too, very susceptible, they might not even be, like we said, like people. But as far as our that's people, true. we that are. That is true. Yeah. And and there's other souls too There's like older souls And then you have like newer souls And it's like what will become of like Some of the youngest and the newer souls Because it's like the older souls Without effort are seeming to just be like You know like someone press a button on your forehead You know like you just like like, All of a sudden you're you're in effect You know like You got those on analog and you got those that are digital Yeah Yeah you know, absolutely. So, so that's what seeming like. That's what it's seeming like. But I definitely I see a lot of stuff that they're doing. Like you talked about the clones. Even my last thing is um, if yeah. you guys saw saw this commercial, and it's about the RFE the RFID chip. 
but they got the phone in the guy's chest, you know? Like, it got, like, basically an iPhone. Don't do it. Did did you see it? Did you see his commercials? Because I I was kind of wondering, like, are they on TV? You've seen them, right? Yeah, but they're trying to put chips in. They're trying to put chips in people's arms, you know, scanning things so you can scan all your information on your arm. Also, people have to be careful with tattoos. A lot of the tattoos have metallic um, paint in it. You can go and get a vegan tattoo. There's one in Brooklyn. I don't know who's in New York. There's a great place called King King. They do vegan tattoos. Be mindful of the ink that they put inside it because, remember, that's a blood covenant. When you make a, you know, you make a yeah. and make sure that symbol is on point with your vibration because if you get a symbol like an onk and you're not matching the onk, you'll get the opposition of an onk. I tell people that all the time. Wow. It's yeah. supposed to bring you life force, but if you are, are you know, an unsavory type of person and you've got an onk on you, we'll do the opposition of that. That's a blood covenant. People got to be mindful of tattoos. If you have them, you know, just make yeah. sure you close any vortex that might be open with that particular tattoo or have it removed. Yeah. Even though I, the covenant still <laughs> basically, that, yeah, that's a dangerous thing. You know. Yeah. Right now, it's it something. Yeah. Yeah. I I seen these things too. It's like you're talking about. They have like like computer chip tattoos too, and then like they got people like walking looking like robots and stuff. They got you know, it's almost like they're a transhumanism to machines. Yeah, they're getting ready. Yeah, they're yeah. getting ready for what they bring in because they they know that there's not many people who are going to be here. So Terminator, you know, the the woman who wrote Sophia uh, Stewart Stewart who wrote movies that simulated for the Matrix and Terminator. She talks about that. Yeah. Our world turning into like a computer program. That's a certain reality. Make sure you're creating and rising your frequency above that reality, because that's going to be a reality for some people. Wow. And that's where they're going. So, you know, you go to where your frequency matches, and when the pole, physical pole shift occurs, we will all go to the time uh, frequency and uh, vibrational frequency place that we match. So if you still, and I don't, I, you know, I'm sorry for all those I'm not going with Hennessy, because, you know, i got a lot of people I know who drink Hennessy, but I'm just saying <laughs> the, the liquor. Right now, they're, yeah. they're lowering the vibration of the liquor because it's a liquid. What they're doing is they're lowering it. If you keep doing things that are depreciative to your genealogy and to your peace of mind, you're going to be on that level where you're in that world with those other type of beings that are just as low vibrational, like a prison, more of a prison planet. So if you okay being there, then by all means, uh, take a shot for me. But if you don't want to be gonna, there, you yeah. don't have to plan. You could be balanced. I'm not saying nobody should drink, but just drink to a level where you're balanced and you're not doing it daily. Because, again, yeah, and, that's you wine know, and spirit. Yeah. And you're susceptible yeah, for it, demon, it, demon attachment. Yeah. Indeed. People should really I mean, make sure that they're fasting, too. Because what's, what's in there, what you know, what's going through your body. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. And, and when, when you have, like, a lot of flesh in your body and you're drinking, that's when I see people act the wildest is right, right then. Well, they got you know, and they have, attachment. Yeah, yeah. You got yeah. entities, fourth dimensional entities that can attach. Because you like the man, they in in their comic book, it was like it was like multiverse. They had like all different types of Spider Man come to this one single universe to stop a family. Which is so the way they call it is the Marvel crew. They try uh-huh. they just like well, I can't see it because I really don't know. So I kind of. It's kind of summer of what you're talking about. Summer, summer Hello? Hold on. Hello? Yeah. Hello? Yeah. Can you hear me? Now we can. Yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. Um, <clears throat> Hi. I just, my name is um, Thomas Castillo L. Bay from Tampa. How y'all doing? Hey, tonight? Thomas. Hey. hey. How you doing, yo? Peace. Peace. Love. Yeah. <clears throat> 
kind of wanted to hear y'all opinion on this particular article I read um, some months back last year on Yahoo. And, um, it was talking about Spider-Man's um, comic book and what was happening. It was like a multiverse. Different Spider-Men were coming to this one single universe to stop a, a family that was like that traveled interdimensionally, just killing off, sucking on like different special beings. I would say mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. that's a reality. It's, it can be a reality if it's conceivable, it's believable. Yeah, absolutely. And they tell you a lot in comics. Comics is you can get a lot of gems out of comics and video video games. Yeah, I, I see they, 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 they kind of like pushing a lot of comic or I don't know what particular reason. I think it's good and it's also like bad. Nothing. Everything. Everything. Everything is what you perceive it to be. You know. Um, and be mindful of how. That's what I say. Be mindful. Your, your perception can change your reality. Or your reality could be based on your perception. Either way, it's the same. Mm. Um, just be mindful of the things. It's also things. Double uh, Blair goes into that. If you you got to be right now because we're co-creating right now. We're 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 almost fully manifesting quickly. Like if I think something, as much as you know, you guys know I have a thing for coffee. That's just my thing. <laughs> like Starbucks. If I think about it, all of a sudden it'll just show up in someone's hand or someone else. You know, you want to go get a coffee now. It'll just show up. So be mindful. The things are manifesting quickly. Be mindful of the things in your head or those around who will put things in your head and that will manifest through you. So, you know, um, anything you think, anything you play, anything you listen to, anybody you, you kiki with, just, you know, whatever they are, you are. You, they manifest. If they got debt issues, if they got money issues, and you don't, you will have their issues with debt if you hang around people of that frequency. Right. I, I, I hear you 100%. I do the same out here. Okay. Yeah. And, um, you know, we got to start calling out our friends and making them accountable for things, too, in our world, you know, so that if, you know, if you got people who don't understand that what's going on right now, just, you know, kindly share and see if they're receptive. If they're not, just keep it moving. They may not be ready. If so, share and allow them to grow because that will help you if you want to be around them. Right. Okay. And um, I agree 100% um, about the insectilian thing. Um, yeah, I heard I, I heard it before, and I, when you said it, I was like, oh, she knows exactly what she's talking about. Them bugs, right? y'all, those bugs. <laughs> they bug you. <laughs> why do you think they bug your phone? And why do you think they colonize? All these little terms no. they talk about, they bugs. And bugs are very scientific. They're very meticulous. They're very meticulous and they're very scientifically based, and that's who's been ruling. And the insects wow. don't like the only thing the insects don't like is the reptilians, because remember, reptiles eat insects. It just you look in nature, that's what they do. So they're not necessarily to keep, but there's one group of dracons working with the insectilians. There's only one group right now. Wow! Right! Wow! That's neat. And start and start noticing there's a lot of um, people here, just to my knowledge, there's a lot of our cosmic beings, melanated brown people that look like normal people walking around right now. So start being conscious of those energies around you because a lot of them are here. And they're walking around and they stay around those who are awake. They see your energy level. And they like to see 
be almost like um, observe you. So be mindful of that. Start looking around and watching people that are differently around, and a lot of them are brown people, a lot of them. So they look like normal people, but they're really cosmic beings or interterrestrials or extra or uh, inter uh, interdimensional inter interdimensional beings. There's so many different right. things, so it could be Right, and also to look at um, a movie, we, you know, District 9 showed the bugs, you know, you know, toys. So, you know, also, yeah. um, what's the other movie where they was fighting? Um, it was a, like, oh, I think it was called Troopers, wasn't it? Is that the name of oh, it? Oh, Troopers. Oh, Star Troopers. Oh. Star Troopers with the bugs. Yeah, yeah Star Troopers. Just, oh, yeah, they, they showed them. There you go. Right, they showed them on there. So, yeah, there's several movies that keep showing over and over again that there's insectoids, you know. And notice how they show them. They usually show them not as insidious as all the other ETs. All the black ETs, they make them into alien, you know, um, predator. Um, right, predator. The, the crazy, yeah, the crazy looking. Remember, the elongated heads and the melanated skin, that's us they're talking about with the dreadlocks. Predator had the dreadlocks and the melanated skin. You know, looking all crazy mm. in the face. That's not who, what we look like, but they try to make him look like a monster. Same with aliens. The alien that was on a ship with Sigourney Weaver, he had a big melanated head, looked crazy. That's really our elongated head is our, an, you know, our ancestors from, you know, right. the times, Mary times, and so on. That's the depiction of us. They always oh, E.T. was brown. Look at him coming in the neighborhood. And I'm pissed. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm watching my words. I'm upset because... You know, when I saw E.T., his eyes were brown. Now, you know, I, I live close to Universal Studios. His eyes are blue. It, it totally upset yep. me. I was confused. Yep. <laughs> yeah, I know that's simple, but that bothered me. You know, I'm from that age. I like E.T. <laughs> they, they made his eyes blue. Well, it just got me messed with me. Well, I'm from the same age, so I can definitely um, uh, sympathize with you about that. Yeah, so start paying attention to them. They hear also their abilities. They're also, if you start using your mind to talk to people, because we can talk to each other now more strongly. I have more conversations with people now, not speaking. We Speaking is a very archaic form. We never used to do that before. So start talking to people in your minds. And when you're outside and you think you see a melanated star being, Talk to them in your mind and watch how they'll turn and look at you. It'll bug you out. <laughs> I'm telling you, they'll do it. I'll be doing that. <laughs> my, my cousin said you just freaked him out. I do that with people when, when I'm riding the car. In the car, I just look outside the windows. <laughs> Good. Start doing that. And that's a way that a lot of other racial, racial people, because they don't have a functioning pineal gland, they cannot do that. We have a, we have, not all of them, but we as melanin people, we have, a, we're easy, we can easily do that amongst each other. That's why they don't like us to gather in big places together because we have a lot of magnetic energy. That's why they always try to break up our groups when we're too close together because we, we speak to each other subliminally and telepathically all the time. You know, you ever see a brother and you just true. know he's up so good, you just feel him. Yeah. yeah, you know him. You hear him. You hear him in his head thinking all kinds of insidious things. You know what to do when you see somebody like that. You can hear when someone's, I can hear when someone's whispering about me, you know, right behind me. I can hear it. I've had, I've had someone, I've ordered my coffee. I know I talk about this. I ordered my coffee. I was at a new, 
you know, it's a new coffee shop. And they didn't know me. I, people here know me, but they didn't know me. And I didn't say anything. And I had put the thought in their head, I have a specific coffee I drink every day for the last year, like 10 years. I just do. I drink the same coffee every day. And the mm-hmm. lady who saw me, I didn't say anything out of my mind. She, she said my order. And I said, how did you know that? She said, you just told me. I didn't open my mouth. I said it in her mind, and she got the order. That was wild. <laughs> I only have That's one. Crazy. So. Yeah. Yeah. That's what's up. <laughs> That's where we at. That's where we at, gentlemen. So, uh, you know, we're not in Kansas anymore. So just be prepared. And this is also why another reason why you're also seeing a lot of slangs visually on television is because I got a document, and I haven't verified it, but I will say I got a document sent to me by another white gentleman, and it talks about some of the paraphernalia they're giving to the police stations about black people showing extra extra abilities that they need to be mindful that these black people may be showing things. So sometimes when we're seeing shootings, it's because they've been told that we may be able to do something kinetically. I don't know how verifiable this document. It looks legitimate, but I, I got to get people who I know who know no, that's that this is real. That's the truth. There's several articles that came out over the past year talking about how so-called whites feel that blacks, so-called blacks, have superhuman powers. Yeah. So we yeah. know. So we yeah. know that based on those articles, we can make that small leap into knowing that that has to be taking place. Because why else would you have to shoot someone forty and fifty times? Absolutely. Absolutely. You know, which it was exhibiting. In which that had you so frightened that you just like, look, I got to unload this gun, this gun, this gun, and damn this gun. And also from one of my well, from one of my EC contactees, I did hear this much: is that we when we are because not all murders we're seeing are true. Some of this is you know, some so sometimes there's visuals they putting up to just put fear in us. But from some of those killings we're seeing of the little people, from what I'm hearing from my EC contact. Um, that they are killing ETs, that we don't know that they're galactic beings, but they know they're galactic beings, okay? That's why you're seeing them shooting them so many times, because they're not human. Right. Exactly. Okay. Wow. Wow, I appreciate the um, phone call. It's, it, it, um, it has confirmed a lot of things that's been, like, happening, like, in the astros and also just with life in general. So I appreciate the the um the show tonight. Well, we appreciate you listening. So that that's been um a beautiful experience right there for you to you know get on, um get your questions um answered and you know and enjoy the show you know. So keep coming back and listening because um, we're gonna keep having some fire shows. So um just bear with us you know as we get through a lot of information because we got a whole lot more to share. Yeah, it's a lot more. <laughs> There's going to be more in the next couple of days. It'll be the last Christmas this year in the White House, so I'll just throw that out there. We'll leave that for another time. Most <laughs> of Peace and love, guys and goddess. Much love. love peace, peace, love. peace. Much love. All yeah. right, so we get close out. Um, it's been a great show. We put out a lot of information tonight. I mean, uh, shoot. Um, these listeners, um, as you as you um, can hear, um, you confirming what they've already been thinking and what That's they've right. experienced. So, 
I mean, that's how you know that people are ready in order to hear this type of information because they already thought it, they already felt it, their soul already spoke to them about it. Um, so, you know, being letting your soul speak, you know, um, by listening to First World Radio, we appreciate each and every one for listening. And um, any closing remarks, any further closing remarks before we go? Um, Peace, no, I- family, all I can say. <laughs> Peace, peace, uh-huh. brother Al, no doubt. And thank you again, brother, you know. You know, from checking in right here, like, I'm going to call in next week, too. <laughs> All right, appreciate that. <laughs> I'm going to call in next week, too, yeah, because, yeah, that, right. I had even more All questions right. than that, yeah. All right. Yes, and I thank wow. you for having me on this platform. I appreciate it. Thank you so much. And um, if anybody wants to, you know, I'm on YouTube, I'm on YouTube which most people know me on. It's Flurbrun, F-L-E-U-R-B-R-U-N. And you can always, you know, I, I upload new information that I get in, and even if they don't want me to put it up, I'm going to put it up anyway. So if you want anything um, to interest you, if you're in this world of the ECs, the melanated ECs, you know, you feel feel free to check out me on YouTube or Anna Nox turn on FB. It's FB, right? Right, so check her videos out because um she has some date ones. So um they probably will more than likely is gonna answer a whole lot more questions for you. Um yeah. and she's putting them up a whole lot more than she's ever did before, so you better get a chance to check <laughs> them <know>. out. When they try to stop again and they put more up. <laughs> Don't stop, can't stop. I'm from Mount Vernon. <laughs> they can't stop me. <laughs> Exactly, exactly. All right. Well, we appreciate everybody for listening tonight, First World Radio, and we are out, y'all. Peace. 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 All around the production.
They crawling backwards, kicking in the chest, a heart attack them. Ever since the kid went galactic, my center bracket reached the top and interacted with my solar status. The microphone will grab it, I guess it's just a habit. I live a legend in your presence, sort of like the Mavericks. It ain't about me, nah, but it's about the future. A golden race is on and dealing with the cockadoodles. I sock it to you like your grandma and your mama used to. The final stage, I ride away just like it's Honolulu. I prove my old school, but since I stayed there, galactic conscious awareness, I got my grace there. See with the eye of Heyru, no longer bend knees. My inner chiefs are in me when it's time to leave. This modern day crap, I don't even follow it. I'd rather symbolize my name up in the hieroglyphs. Declare peace without Battlestar Galactica. Footstepping back with some way back to Africa. To wash the tall moors, some of us we've been here to reunite the others to cool the world with wind chills. I put rap to the back for a good reason. 2012, 21 was a good season. Fake people get exposed just for who they are. Keep playing traffic in a highway with moving cars. My flow bring the fear of God to the modern rappers. They crawling backwards, kicking men in chest, my heart attack to wash the tall moors. Some of us we've been here to reunite the others to cool the world with wind chills. I put rap to the back for a good reason. 2012, 21 was a good season. Fake people get exposed just for who they are. Keep playing traffic in a highway with moving cars. My flow bring the fear of God to the modern rappers. They crawling backwards, kicking men in chest, my heart attack them. 